it's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast, a safe place for those desiring to find their footing, yet feel overwhelmed and discouraged. You don't have to have it all together to start with one small step. I believe as we begin, we can find confidence in our purpose and calling by believing in the big God we serve. Sit down and get comfy or turn up the volume while you work out or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Our country is in pain. Our relationships are hurting. Words are cutting. Opinions are shared with daggers attached. No matter where you stand, though, we have no right to hurt others. Recently, I had a little banter with a friend. Um, We didn't agree, and they felt they needed to put me in my place and educate me. I was hurt. I was hurt by the words that were said. I was hurt by the assumptions they made. I was hurt that this fellow Christian used words that I didn't think were biblical, and I tried to guide them, which was what I did wrong, to a place of understanding biblically that they weren't standing in the right place. I probably said some things I shouldn't have. I know I did. I should have walked away from the situation and not continued in the discussion, and I didn't. I walked away hurt, as I'm sure the other person did. I called another friend that knows both of us, and I told her about the encounter, and she asked me how I was praying for the one who hurt me. What? How do you pray for someone that's hurt you? I laughed. I I literally laughed at the thought of praying for someone that hurt me. And then, as the Lord often does, when I do things that he finds funny, he laughed at me. And he reminded me of when my kids were little, and they'd get their feelings hurt, or someone would do something that hurt them physically in a game, accidentally, actually. And they were so mad and up in arms and wanted to lash out and retaliate. And I told them, Instead, we were going to pray for that person no matter what had happened. Now, don't get me wrong. If I felt that my children were in any danger, I would have taken things into my own hands. But aren't there so many times that we get into a state of wanting revenge or retaliation to someone that's done us wrong when it really shouldn't be looked at in that way? We should look at it from the lens of God that he wants us to pray for the other people, not to retaliate or to lash out. Jesus is all about love. God is love, peace, joy. Think of the fruit of the spirits that he gives to us. Think about peace, joy, gentleness, kindness. Where are those in those times that we feel like we want to be right Or we feel that we've been hurt and we need to retaliate. I know that I need to remember to pray for those I don't agree with. For those who may have hurt me, for those I have hurt, and for 
those that I really don't want to pray for, if I'm honest. Sorry, but it's true. There are times that people anger me, hurt me, and I don't want to pray for them. But I have to remember to do it anyway. I want to encourage you to pray, to pray for others if you agree with them or not. Today in our society, we need more prayer and less words. We need more kindness and less anger. When I think about how do I pray for someone else, I have to turn to the Bible again, because as we know, that's the best guide we have to keep us in a godly standing, in a righteous standing. Colossians 1, 3 through 12. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Colossians gives us such a great God to pray for others. One, Colossians 1.3, be thankful for others' faith and changed lives. Be thankful for the faith that your fellow Christians have and pray that in that faith, their lives are changed. Thank God for the change that has occurred. Number two, Colossians 1, 9, ask God to help them know what he wants them to do. Not what I want them to do, not what you want them to do, but ask God to help them know what he wants them to do. Again, in Colossians 1.9, ask God to give them deep spiritual understanding. Every day I pray this for myself, and this is something that I really need to dig into in praying for other people, is a deep spiritual understanding. Colossians 1.10, ask God to help them live for him. Also, ask God to give them more knowledge of himself. That's also 110. In 111, we see, ask God to give them strength for endurance and patience. In 11 and 12, as we end this scripture, ask God to fill them with joy, strength, and thankfulness. This isn't just 
a guide to how to pray for others. It's also a really good guide to pray for ourselves. Be thankful for your faith and changed lives. Ask God to help you know what He wants you to do. Ask God to give you deep spiritual understanding. Ask God to help them live, help you live for Him. Ask God to give you more knowledge of Himself. Ask God to give you strength for endurance and patience. Ask God to fill you with joy, strength, and thankfulness. Today and the rest of this week, this is my prayer for you and for me. How many people in our lives could be touched if we prayed for them in this way? How could our lives be touched if we pray for ourselves in this way? My challenge for you today, choose one person to pray for this week. Go through Colossians 1, 3 through 12, and see what it is God's asking you to pray. Also this week, I want you to choose yourself to pray for in this manner. In these seven qualities that Christ is asking us to pray, be thankful, know what he wants us to do, to seek deep spiritual understanding, to help live for Jesus, to give us more knowledge of Jesus, to give us strength for endurance and patience, and to fill us with joy, strength, and thankfulness. This is what I want for us every day of our lives as we live our life out for Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I pray this podcast each week empowers you to live a life with meaning, allowing Jesus to work in and through your life one step, one decision, and one action at a time. I hope you're back next week for another episode. And can I ask before we go for you to help out with the show, subscribe to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast where you listen. You can also sign up for daily devotion emails that will come in your inbox Monday through Friday. You can sign up either here in the show notes or on my website, billyjouse.com and never miss a devotion or a podcast episode. It's no spam, just Jesus and me showing up in your inbox. Also, if you could leave an honest review on iTunes of the podcast, your ratings or reviews really help, and I read each one, and I thank you in advance for your review. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.